0: both sides and see the lunacy in both sides and business to say fuck it to both <clears throat> yeah I'm just gonna be me I'm a decent person I'm not gonna rob anybody I'm not gonna kill anybody because I don't want to it's not because I'm afraid of where I'm gonna end up yeah I don't do good things or I buy some poor man food because I'm trying to score kudo points with God and trying to get into heaven I don't give a shit about either I can go whichever way, and at this point in my life, the amount of things that I've done, bad that I've done, I'm sure I'm not allowed
1: in either way. Good evening, and thank you for joining us for another episode of God Is an Elephant. Um, Tonight we have two gentlemen with us, uh, Alfredo Cueto and his friend Bino. They are both from Miami. Fredo is what I'm going to go ahead and call him an atheist. He can argue that or support that later in the podcast. Um, He is local here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Now he is an independent rapper. Uh, We hope to share some of his music with you. I'm a big fan and can only hope to continue to support him as he makes more art. Um, Vino's here for his intellectual input into the conversation so we can get more perspectives about... What people believe about religion, spirituality, culture, and life. So, Bob, hey,
2: you're here. How's it going? Sorry, I'm writing stuff down. <laughs> so, I guess we're just going to get right to it. Um, I guess the first question for you, Alfredo, is how were you brought up? Like, what religion were you brought up in?
0: types i really had my father that he he was in something called uh i don't remember it's a, it's a strange religion it was uh creciendo en gracia right growing in faith and um that shit went super sideways at a, at a point and then my other side was my grandma's she was catholic so i had super heavy on one side when she was hardcore and then i had my father that was basically insanity mm-hmm. uh, My grandmother died a believer, like, great lady, but she told me like every other day I was going to hell, you feel me, like, it was just the belief system, like, oh, you can't do these things if you don't pray every night, if you don't pray before eating, things I was already uninterested in, nobody wanted to actually talk to me about this topic, like as far as religion, and uh, then I had my father's side where this guy just went crazy, basically, the the main dude, I forget his name, uh, Jose Luis de Jesus. That was his name.
1: Was it like a, a cult type deal? That's what kind of turned into.
0: Okay. Yeah, at one point, they, they started saying, like, homie started saying that he was Jesus Christ.
1: Oh. Yeah, I'd say that's a cult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So he started saying this was Jesus Christ. He was Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. And then it turned from that, like, my father believed this. He called that man his dad. He's like, this is my father. And I'm like, motherfucker, you had a dad. You had a dad. That was my grandpa. Badass dude. You know, (laughs) up. Who are you talking about? And, uh, you know, it got kind of intense. My dad kept following this dude, and then it turned from like he was Jesus Christ to he was the devil, technically, I guess you can say. So my dad has two tattoos that are 666. He has one on his wrist, one covered now on his forearm, and then he has an SSS on the other arm. And that SSS means Salvo Siempre Salvo. And it's uh, safe, always safe is like the real translation. But uh, it just, the mark of the man was the flesh. And your soul inside is God. So he's saying basically all your temptations is you. You are the devil. There's no actual devil. It's us.
2: It's a lot of duality, right? Yeah. Like your soul and your and your body are, the flesh is separate. Yeah. One is good and one is bad, right? The soul is good and the body is bad. So yeah, it's the whole star of the... Whole starve the dog thing, right? Where you have like one dog is your soul and one dog is the flesh and whichever one you feed more is going to grow. Yeah. There's a lot of duality in that, right? Instead of like,
1: I like duality. The last <laughs> podcast we were talking about, we, um, kind of got into that a little bit. Just, I feel like I've moved more into this idea that we are all that, that yin and yang, you know, balance of good and evil that, you yeah. know, we are both. God is yeah. both. God, whatever you want to identify that. That's non-duality. What's that? The, the we are one. We are a little well, bit Well, I above. mean, I guess is non-duality, but I... So what would I call that if I see it within myself? Consciousness?
2: <laughs> like, you're rec- recognizing that there's a little good and a little bad in everything. Is like, to say, to say like, like so God and Satan, mm. right? God is good, Satan is bad. That's duality. Instead, it's just there is good and bad. You know, that's non-duality. Separating anything is duality. Entities or just... Just anything. You could, you know... So we were talking about last time in Hinduism, a lot of the gods both have good and bad Mm -hmm. in them. So there's a lot less duality. You know, whereas in Christianity...
1: I might be arguing words. (laughs) (laughs) Because to me, I see duality and I think duality of a person. Duality, like, I can have duality in my personality that I have a a gracious and patient side and an angry and unforgiving side, right? And that would be duality so, in myself. Yes, but calling them different. Like saying... So that's what I'm saying. I might be arguing words. Yeah. So
2: instead of the idea that, that like your flesh and your soul are one, mm-hmm. you know, in that your flesh isn't bad. Because that's, again, in most Christian traditions, the flesh is bad, mm-hmm. you know. So the, it's such a novel and new idea to, to think that, your soul and your body are one, and you can be in your body and it be okay. You don't have to like, sex is bad, you know. Like, yeah. uh, dancing is bad. You know, you know in my, in wearing my, pants. Wearing pants is bad. In my tradition, guys and girls couldn't swim together. You know, so like the idea of being looking at a, at a, a guy or a girl and getting turned on is bad because that's your flesh. Yeah. Right? You know.
0: So sorry. Continue. So that well, it turned into that man where he just started saying that he was the devil, because 666 doesn't mean the devil is the flesh. It's us. We're the problem. And eventually, we will die. And it was like, he had a date for this. That everybody we always have die. a date. Oh, and yeah. everybody was gonna die. <laughs> Jesus is gonna come back?
2: Dude, not even.
0: No? So everybody's gonna die at some point, like the whole world. There's gonna be a catastrophe. Planet X. That guy involved Planet X and all that, that shit into yeah. this. Um, so... Man, my dad is nuts.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, is he still in it now? No.
0: No. no. Okay. But he doesn't see the idiocy in it either. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Which is nuts.
1: So, at what point did he... Was it something like you were growing up and he kind of brought this on at a certain point? Or like you just always remember him having these beliefs or something like he picked up? Because yeah. that would be like a weird thing for a kid, right? To, to have a parent that's not religious to then pick it up and then from a different perspective be like he's crazy. So my dad
0: I guess you can say he was spiritual at some point. He wasn't super hardcore anything. He was he just believed in God. And then he got super hardcore into shit later. I guess like when he sobered up or when he got out of prison.
1: Well, if, yeah. if the age is right, he he's you know right around in the 70s, right? So like happy yeah, 60, time
0: 62. So a little bit before that, I think. He was still a kid when that was happening. Yeah, I guess that's right.
2: So you you said your you so your grandma was kind of more standard Christian where you know yeah um, and Catholic to, yeah sounds Catholic but um, yeah but you so your no you're so, so your dad was in this cultish kind of thing where were you
0: in between it all yeah like I was I was like that my dad would take me to this since I was like five or six and then my grandma would have mass in the house mm-hmm. and she would make us and be there with all her old friends and pray the rosary and all that shit. really yeah man so you're like. So, like every day? Two things at the same time. Not every day, my grandma. I think we'll do it twice a week. And then my dad, I think we went once a week and then we went to like the Sunday school. So because
1: my family in Colombia, they talk about they'd go to Mass every day. I like don't know. every day they'd go. You couldn't catch me. Oh, whoa. Yeah. That's, that's a lot. That's just part of like your yeah. day, like you wake up, you go, you eat breakfast, like you go to lunch, you go to Mass. Like it's just part of something you do every day. Just talking occupy time. Yeah.
0: Strengthen the faith. I guess you say so. How much strong can you make it? <laughs> well, it <laughs> might not be I'm so strong. Every day for thirty <laughs> years, it's pretty damn strong. It's a yeah. lot of indoctrination, yeah, man. It's a lot of so that's that's the that's a real topic. It's like brainwashing. People are brought into this stuff so early in life. Luckily, I got to see both sides and see the lunacy in both sides, and basically just say fuck it to both <clears> things. <throat> yeah. I'm just gonna be me. I'm a decent person. I'm not gonna rob anybody. I'm not gonna kill anybody because I don't want to. It's not because I'm afraid of where I'm gonna end up. Yeah. I don't do good things or I buy some poor man food because I'm trying to score kudo points with God and trying to get into heaven. I don't give a shit about it either. I can go whichever way. And at this point in my life,
2: the amount of things that I've done, the bad that I've done, I'm sure I'm not allowed in either way. You know what I mean? So I, what started that the change in the shift in mindset? Just the constant shift in the house. Yeah. It was just always, hey, here, it's one thing, do this. And my
0: dad would take us out and be like, that's not right at all. And I'm living, we all live together mm-hmm. in a small house.
1: Do, how old were you then? Do you remember?
0: When this all started? Yeah. I mean, like five, six. So like, I don't that, remember before that, you know what yeah. I mean? Maybe even before.
1: kids at that age are, like, really impressionable. Mm-hmm. So, like, did you, I'm just trying to think, so you have these two opposing forces You have this cult on one hand and this very traditional Catholic influence on the other hand, like in your mind, personally, so you saw that outside of yourself, did you, as a child, were you like, okay, God, yes. Like, was it something that you believed in or was it just something that the grown-ups talked about that you didn't really understand?
0: I don't think I ever really truly believed. Like, I may have prayed to God as a child, but I really don't remember. Um, My daughter prays
1: to the stars essentially (laughs) like they uh it's pretty
3: cool (laughs) well
1: i mean my parents will tell her to wish on stars and stuff and she'll just sit there and and like talk wish but like she's like the way that she's doing it is essentially a prayer um it's a physical thing though she's doing a physical thing yeah (laughs) i don't even know what she's praying or wishing for it's probably a toy or something (laughs) but but like it's very easy to get a kid to like pour themselves out in that way i Mm -hmm. think 'Cause they're being molded and they're so emotional and they're so like open minded to whatever yeah. that you could you something know. tangible for them to yeah. like. And, I mean, put well, I mean, but they're talking to imaginary shit all the time. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. to their toys, to whatever. So like it's not a big step to say, pray to this. Yeah. Okay. It's just another one of my the things, things in my do. head.
0: That's, and that's uh, I feel like they impregnate the mind with that so early and it's nobody's fault at this point. It's mm-hmm. been happening so long that yeah. it's just tradition.
2: So how old were you when it's when you started <clears throat> to kinda of like think differently and get get out of this situation?
0: Teenager. I I must have twelve, thirteen at some like I just I didn't care to go to church anymore. My grandma would try to take me to church and I refused and I would get in trouble all the time. My grandfather is a He's not, a, he's not a mean guy by any means. Very respectable dude. Like, he, he will request for your respect. He doesn't play that shit. But uh, he's kind of hard to do at the same time. And he would always just tell me, like, listen, I don't believe in any this shit either. <laughs> I go because I love your grandmother. Mm-hmm. And then so that would make me go sometimes. And I would sit there and just like be like, "This is insane. Why am I standing up now? Why am I kneeling? Now? Why am I standing back? All the time sit back down. Like, I got to stand no up more another time." time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is pilates. Yeah, man, we're working out in here. I was a chubby kid. I probably needed it, but uh, man, it was just insanity to me from the jump. I just didn't get it. Why you were doing all this? If if God knows all past, present, and future, why are you forgiving for sins that He already knows? And he put you here to make those sins. And why are you repenting if you're, suppose it's supposed to free will, but he knows everything. So is there really any free will if that is a thing? So that's why I just, I can't imagine him controlling or even overseeing all of this with what goes on on a daily basis here. And
2: there's a lot of conflicting, yeah. like when you, when, you, when you think of a God that's, or an entity or whatever, that's totally this or totally that and, you know, like omnipresent you know, omnipotent, all-powerful. There's immediately conflicts, you know, yeah. especially looking at the way the world is and the, the problem with evil, you yeah. know. But, um.
1: Well, it's hard to have anything all one thing, right? Because everything in life has, the, there's variables to, to everything. So as soon as you say it is all hot, well, not really, because like there's this one thing over here that's not, right? So if you say that, God hate so like uh, someone will probably say well that's not what the translation says but one of the commandments is don't kill right mm-hmm. but God says to kill people all the time all the time but then so what if somebody comes into my home and I'm protecting my family and I kill somebody like there's so much gray that whenever you say that God is this then you're you're fucking the whole thing up yeah. you know because you can't has a- life is not black and white you can't you can't make rules like that because life is not rules. Everybody's yeah. perspective is different.
2: Pete Enns has a really good quote that says, "Once you've defined something, you have to defend it." So it's like once you've said this is this way, then you have to back that up mm-hmm. and you have to you know fight it and defend defend it. If you don't define something, you're just like you, know, so you say like, well, God might be this way or this might be that way. Then it's like it's open to I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, is usually the best thing you can say is because it's like once you once you again once you define it then it's like you have to make a stand and and uh, was it certainty mm-hmm. right the uh, but there isn't that. no there isn't yeah right. the the uh also, pete ends has another quote this um the opposite of faith isn't doubt it's certainty mm-hmm. you know so yeah.
0: there's too many
3: holes man there's yeah. too many damn holes and yeah. go ahead uh, at the end of the day, it's just manipulation of human nature. Mm. Uh, it's it's basic. People want to believe in something. And belief is what's going to make them actually move. People say money is the root of all evil. At the end of the day, it's not. It's believing that money's going to solve all your problems, that you need all the money that really causes that evil. You know, it's, it's that belief. So everybody needs something to, to believe in. I wasn't raised in religion, like at all. Fortunately, in my opinion. So
1: like a completely secular upbringing, nobody. Said my, yeah,
3: my mom was Jehovah's Witness, my dad was Catholic, and then like when they got together, they moved here to this country. They were just concerned about making money, and <laughs> they're, they're like, living. let's forget about that other and, shit. And, and yeah. make that they, money. they had like opposing <laughs> views, <laughs> but my mom <laughs> left her the religion also, like at the same time, so it was just very neutral. But every day Dios te bendiga, la bendición, like, you know, hi bye and whatever, like which is, which means in English like God bless you, and like oh um, blessings, I guess sure. like I don't know how to say it that la bendicion like voter. Um Blessings like on you, like yeah, but we wouldn't good things. We would never go to church unless it was like somebody's baptism. Sure. You know, like a cousin's baptism, like, all right, let's go to church. But I think
1: that's I think that's really common though in the Hispanic community. Like religion in general, there's a lot of Jehovah's Witnesses and there's a lot of Catholics, I feel like, in Christianity. But that's like that's just part of the culture that is I've
3: been baptized in four different religions. (laughs) (laughs) Catholic uh lutheran uh, evangelic and jehovah witness like because it, and like at the end of the day what that taught me is just it's it's all a business it's all yeah. about getting you to believe what yeah yeah no you're on our team or you're on their team yeah come on come on come here come here yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll dip you in the water come here it's free <laughs> i know uh, i know there's
2: 1400 others of these but ours is the right one yeah. <laughs> like yeah.
3: exactly so at the end of the day it's about your personal belief like i was in the military and i would go to church to to be able to nap because it was easier like, <laughs> and, and like i'm not even kidding like it was hilarious like i would you know sit down and pray and, and praying I'm, hard yeah <laughs> yeah so and, hard yeah <laughs> i'm just it's all words it's all words. Like it, it's your actions that actually mean things and whatever. So it's like what your personal beliefs are. Hey, fine. If that makes you comfortable, if that's what you, you it, it coincides with your personal beliefs, great. That's what they're there for. I just don't feel people should base their lives off of what other people it's like tell them. Yeah, the manipulation. You're Instead about. of okay, use those teachings and be in control of your own life agree with those teachings that okay, you know, these these are good words to help pass on to your children, to your nephews, to your neighbors, your family people if you don't have your own words, but it's not, it, they're words that somebody else yeah. has said. There is no physical proof that any of this has happened. people, dude. So many, the, there's so many pieces of that Bible
0: too.
3: It's just put together. And so like many different a, interpretations. Like a Frankenstein <laughs> yeah. monster.
1: We, we talked about that on earlier podcast <laughs> yeah. about how the Bible in itself, without delving into like, any further, more current changes and manipulations of the text, like the original creation of the Bible was a man-made thing. It was a, it was a you know, council of Nicaea. You had all these high church members come together. They're, hey, we got all these texts and letters and all this different stuff. What are we going to decide works and doesn't work?
0: you know what they decide works it will work
1: for them yeah. exactly yeah. so no, nobody's, gonna, the nobody's gonna pick something that's gonna negate their own position By right means. and there's so many pieces of the actual bible that don't
0: get put out Yeah, they're not they're not out yeah. they're under the vatican somewhere locked up and they will never be out
3: Actually, stemming back to what we were talking about earlier, how at the end of the day, you know, how God uh, God is your soul and the devil is your skin. Like, it's all the power of belief. It's all how you see it. It's a view. Like, you know, everybody can look at one painting in a different aspect. It's know, like yeah. I say, the same painting, the four of us can look at it and have four different completely opinions oh. of that painting. That's human nature. You know, just like any animal, any creature, we are... You know, a little bit more sophisticated. We, 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 you know, we do things for pleasure. We shit in toilets. Stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to get too, too explicit, but I mean, there's only a, all all a few things
1: that separate us from animals, so. <laughs> That's not one of them. <laughs> but once yeah, you, once people try to tw- use
2: it for, for control,
1: right? Exactly. Your so
2: like, spirituality, your belief systems, or whatever, like, they're not inherently bad right I mean unless I guess your belief is to kill everybody else but if it's uh, like it's not bad until you start to believe that everybody needs to believe like I believe and if you don't believe like I believe then you're going to some type of hell and you're using that fear to control them to be whatever you feel like they should be mm-hmm. you know and then the books come along and then the laws and rules and all that jazz Bob said
1: something on a, on a Facebook post one that I'm I'm still going to continue to credit to him until somebody tells us that somebody else said it first but it was something along the lines of, like, choosing a religion is just choosing somebody else's hell. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Makes sense, though. Um, it was said more eloquently than that, but essentially, every time you pick a side, everybody,
2: Everybody's going to somebody else's hell. Yeah. That's what it was. I mean, yeah. that's true. It's like, because when somebody tells you, like, I saw a post, and somebody said, like, like, if you say you don't believe in anything, you believe in all these whatever. whatever's, like, what if you're wrong? And if you're wrong, you're going to hell. Like, why don't you just believe in Jesus and, and think that, like, you know, if you're, you might as well go to heaven. And I was like, yeah, but, but what if you're wrong and, like, the Muslims are right or the Jehovah Witnesses are right or you know, the Hindus or whatever is right? Like, like, even if I say, well, I might as well believe in Jesus because I want to go to heaven. If, if there is a heaven, I want to go there if I die. But if I start to believe this, then all of a sudden I'm going to the Muslim hell, mm-hmm. you know. So it's everybody's going to somebody else's hell. Sure. My, even my, if you
1: even if you convert, I'm sorry. My, but my, even my. if you convert from like let's say that you're a Muslim and then a Christian convinces you to come and believe in Christianity, well now the people that you came from, you're going to their hell. So like you're not gonna yeah. win.
0: I feel like that what if right there it kind of like debunks religion in itself. Like what if you're wrong? What if I'm right? All right, man. That's cool, but you, are you ever really truly following them? Is it just because you're afraid where you're going to end up? Cause that is is that is that really following, or is that just fear?
1: Yeah. I think fear is a, is a huge motivator in in all religion. But do
0: you believe, or you, do you only believe on the outside right. and tell people you believe because that's what you think you have to do? Yeah. You know, there's a lot of fake religious people that you, you go to church every Sunday, maybe a couple times a week, and then you see them physically in your face talking shit about somebody else.
3: Because so, there are a lot of people f- afraid, afraid to be themselves. Like anybody listening right now knows at least two people off the top of their head that you know is afraid to be who they want to be mm-hmm. like, because of being judged, because this person that, because this person this. You know, like they just they're Society. afraid. Yeah. So they were raised mom and dad, grandma, you know, brother, all believe in Jesus Christ in this fashion through the Lutheran church. So I'm afraid of believing anything else.
2: Yeah. And It is harmful. That's so harmful because if you're LGBT, right? And you're raised in a super yeah. strict I think there's yeah. another I think there's Yeah, no, there's a lot, there's a lot there's of, letters. A of them, yeah. yeah. But if you're LGBTQ plus like and you're raised in a family that's like you that you know, you're not allowed to be that way. And then yeah. you're raised in that I I can't be who I am. And then you know who you are is is bad or wrong or sinful or evil, and then you're raised in that. Then yeah, you're gonna have a terrible life and think terrible about yourself, and then eventually that's gonna
1: you know usually come out when you're older in probably bad ways. And for me, whenever people see the I'm just gonna call it the gay community, um, and will demonize them in that way, and then say that it is a choice. That okay. for me is. There's zero logic in saying that that's. Are you saying that I'm choosing, not me personally, but whoever might be in that situation, choosing to be hated by my family? Yeah. <laughs> choosing to be hated by, you know, the culture that's around me for certain individuals? Like, mm-hmm. that's nobody want. Human beings will not typically choose pain. Yeah. We're always going to choose the easiest path, unless, you know, so by some means of discipline or, or something like yeah, that.
0: That's like my, my uncle Eric. Uh, he's a gay dude And from the jump My dad used to tell me about him When he was young He was like I knew he was gay always But he didn't come out Until he was like 19 or so uh, My tia abuela I just call her my grandma uh, She Completely stopped talking to him When he came out Completely And for like 30 years yeah. You know what I mean
2: It's so painful People that you think love you Can love
0: completely them. turn their back on you yeah. Because of something That they believe in it's so Damn I could never turn my back On my children If I had to completely If I believed in something I had to completely stop And alter my view on things For my child 100% Yeah But maybe it's because I'm not as brainwashed As other people Yeah That's what I That's what I say It's It's nobody's fault At this point it's, it's been happening So long Yeah One person started that And it's just gone down And it's really Playing telephone Through the centuries Right like Oh you, yeah You're hearing one thing At the beginning and Who knows What the fuck We're really hearing At this point it's gone down so far. Uh, but it, it also went through could, that you're talking about pain. And would you want to just completely stop talking to mom for 30 years? You know what I mean? You don't choose that well, shit.
1: Jenny had had experiences in the church that she grew up going to that there were people that came out there and were like completely. So you grow up in this church as a child, growing up, people supporting you, loving you, telling you that Jesus loves you, like taking care of you, doing events and, and all this different shit. And then they come out and say, this is something about me. And then you're immediately ostracized. Like, but you've been if like that's your the whole right life. word. Yeah. Is that the right word? Yeah. Just, okay.
0: But you've been like that your whole life. Truly. Right. So were you not loved the entire time? Right. Yeah.
2: It's fake. It comes across as like fake. And, you know, or like, we're talking about a cult because as soon as you think differently, you know, like. You're
0: At least outspoken. Yeah. 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 Like when you bring it to life, then you're judged on. It.
2: Yeah. And, here, and here's the thing about like LGBTQ plus is that, like, even if it's even if it is a choice, like, who the hell cares? Yeah. You know, if I choose to like other guys or like girls, like, you chose to wear a basketball jersey today.
1: When I it's say fuck shit. you, yeah. you know,
2: <laughs> yeah. two people, two consenting adults, you know, choosing to have a relationship and be in love. I am fine with that. Two consenting adults that they're not choosing. You know, like, they're just, I like other guys. I like, you know, other girls or whatever. Who cares? I don't mind it being a choice. I don't mind it being a, you know, just who they are or how they are,
0: you mm-hmm. know? Man, I can tell you two of the best people I know is my Theo Eric and my Tio Pablo. Mm-hmm. That's my my uncle Eric, the one that I tell you stop talking to mom for so long, and his husband. Mm-hmm. Two of the best people I know. My Tio Pablo's a pediatrician. Like, all he does all day is take care of children. That's it. And he's a good dude. That man I've known him my whole life basically. I mean my uncle and him started dating who knows when. They are they are respectful though. I have never seen them kiss, seen them hug, hold hands, all that good shit. But they were they're super respectful and I feel like they have, they feel like there's that boundary because of the way they were both brought up. My tío Paulo was about to marry a woman and he backed out at this church. And he's like, I can't do this. I'm not I'm not I love you. I'm, this isn't my path. Yeah. He left her at the altar type shit.
2: Yeah.
0: And then he found my uncle, man, and two of the best people I know, bro, seriously. So how can you hate somebody like that?
3: And if the religion
0: is telling you to hate somebody like that, that's insane, mm-hmm. man. How are you going to just blindly follow? And at that point, if you're so blind, how can you even be led to a real life?
1: So, where do you think? Because I think, from my experience at least, probably yours too, because that's why it's a uh, similar experience. Like in the Hispanic community, typically, like I was saying before, religion has been a very big part of that culture in whatever fashion it is. It's mm-hmm. kind of always been there, having the church as the background, you know, Mother Mary, ro- rosaries, having those prayers. Having that as a very central part of your life. In addition to that, the very, like, um, like, macho male culture that you have to be, like, this badass man. That, like, if you are in any way, you know, different from that, like, that's something that's very much frowned upon, too. Do you have any thoughts on how that became a... Common thing within that culture because you know it's it's not like it's something that one or two people experience, it's a very broad, um, occurrence in, in a lot of Latinos' experience. Mm. So, like, why do you think that maybe that's something that's so much more present in that culture than maybe others?
0: So, like, much more, more like just tough guys, well, sure. that and, 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 and religion, how,
1: how did that, how did that, like, I wouldn't agree. How would that, um, how did it like get rooted in that culture? You know, because it, it's not something that necessarily was always there. Like, what was the factor that would have pushed that culture to latch on to religion, latch on to this very like male dominant uh, macho culture that continued to persist throughout the, you know, the generations?
0: Man, I don't know how I, I can relate the two as far as like religion and
1: like, material. yeah, I don't know, I don't know if they're related yeah. at all. I think that's just, I just know that they're very, very, in, in like my culture, it it's very, very related actually. Like, I'm yeah. from, yeah. I'm I'm from religion, Venezuela
3: in, in South America, and a lot of other countries would be similar in this aspect. Like, violence just is everywhere. Like, you gotta fight for yourself, you gotta be ready to put in Venezuela specifically now, right it, now. it's even worse, but. The last time I was there at like 16 years old like I've witnessed somebody trying to rob me and he got shot by somebody else trying to rob me like in the middle of traffic like in 4 p.m. in the middle like a Tuesday afternoon yeah. like so you have to be ready to have your gun out you have to be riding with windows if you can afford it bulletproof windows that you can't even put down like so question is that much or was that, that survival it, it's survival and I, therefore, I religion religion also allows you to blame the devil for the bad actions and gives somebody to think. Therefore, blame is off of your shoulders. You're not that bad person that has to live with that guilt on your shoulders. I had to do this because the devil made that guy try to rob me. I had to go and mm. shoot him to defend myself. I had to run him it's over. Scapegoat, had, like scapegoat. Yeah, yeah, big time.
0: Isn't that kind of weird how God does not control your will. He blesses you,
3: right? But the devil makes you do bad things. I personally say all the time, how can you thank someone that you can't blame? You thank God for the good stuff. But if something bad happens, yo, that was the devil's Right. That's that duality that we were talking about. So, exactly. Which can be viewed in so many different aspects. Like the color red. We both have red beards, mm-hmm. but they can be viewed in both different aspects because it's not the same shade of red, Yeah, you know? So it's all different perspectives of how you say red. Yeah. As a cheap example, it's all perspective.
2: And I think uh, to take it back to the uh, the macho thing in religion is I think that almost all religions are very patriarchal, right? Like guys are the leaders of the household. Guys are like the protectors. And everything, Mm -hmm. so that like, guys inflating being macho, like you were talking about, right? Is, I think, probably comes from that. Well, I I was, I was was really,
1: I was really tracking with Bino, honestly, because like, if you look at the history of South America as a whole, South and Central America. There has been, for generation after generation after generation, going all the way back to the indigenous cultures, these countries, these regions have been in conflict. Like, consistently. There's there's not necessarily been a time of prosperity and no violence, no, you know... Nicaragua's at war right now. Right. But, but how how long? I mean, whether it was Colombia, whether it was Venezuela, Cuba, like Mexico still currently, mm-hmm. there's been violence and conflict for as far back as anybody can remember. So if we're thinking about indigenous cultures, add in the Europeans, whether they were the Spaniards or, you know, Germans in, in uh, um, Argentina or, or any other European influences, there's been conflict and violence so if you have a consistent culture of violence and conflict then one you need to have machismo you have to have it to be able to support your family to be able to keep them safe to be able to like that is what makes you valuable in your culture because if you're not that then you're weak. If you're not that, you can't take care of a family. If you're not that, you're not a leader in your community because you're going to get killed, you're going to get taken advantage of. And also, not to get into a a gender uh, discussion at all, but there is a very real uh, physical difference between man and woman. So whenever you had all of these uh, European influences coming over, and taking advantage of these indigenous cultures, the men had to defend their women, because if they didn't, they would get raped and killed. Like, that was just something that was going to happen. They couldn't defend themselves as well as the men. So take that, and then progress that on. You introduce religion, so you have conflict, you have violence, so you have fear. And whenever you have fear, faith gives you hope, right? So, like, if you live in turmoil... It's very easy. It's so easy to take somebody whose life is shit and give them the idea of God, and have them have some sort of like turnaround in their life because now, it's not so heavy. And I've talked about about this before that like the first time that I came into real conflict after leaving the faith, it was really heavy because before it was like, this is part of God's plan. You, you know, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, go, I'm going through this. It's okay. He's going to take care of me. Like, it's going to work out. I can trust in him. That's it. When that was gone and I was presented with whatever conflict I was, I do not even remember what it was, but I remember there was like an almost immediate response to like want to pray, to ask for grace, to ask for guidance, to ask for, you know, like support me and love me through whatever this is, allow me to make the right choice. And then I just had to stop and be like, wait, I don't. I don't believe in this shit I'm alone I gotta gotta figure this shit out myself I gotta be able to process this pain this conflict myself because who am I praying to? what is that gonna do? Mm -hmm. so I feel like going along with what Bino was saying like you have a culture that has pain violence conflict you have the the hope that's brought from faith because life is easier when you have hope but then you have the machismo that, like, is the support, the backbone that keeps everybody safe and and tries to fight against whatever the conflict is.
0: My only, my only like, disagreement mm-hmm. with that is that then you can... That's from the beginning of time. Like, man takes care of his woman. She has the kid. Hey, if you don't have me, you don't eat. You die. Right. You need me. And I need you to breed more. Yeah. So, is machismo, like, that was... Free religion, sure. You know what I mean. And that's it, where I
3: can't see where it coincides because it's maybe much certain bigger aspects fit. It's much bigger than just the Hispanic culture, though. Like I'm that's, sure, I mean, that's like you know said earlier. There are listeners from Netherlands, correct? Like there are people all over the world that are listening to this. I'm sure numerous people can relate to this. Like in in much smaller societies, we live in Charlotte, North Carolina. Like we're we're in a nice city. Like we're not, you know. in other countries which I'm not even going to talk more about like personally because I come from uh, other countries so um, it's just a simple fact that that's the type of thing that's necessary because of the simple fact that women actually are the one that bear children Right. you know the, the kids need to be protected because they're not strong like a grown man a 5 year old child is not going to be able to defend himself so the grown man has to be able to be, yeah, I mean, be head so of the family.
1: I, I, I can agree. I mean, absolutely. Male dominance is not just a Hispanic thing. Like, mm-hmm. like that's, that's a, as long as humans have been alive, that's kind of been the norm.
2: The, the one thing it all has in common, right, is what everything, and I mean, like, literally everything goes back to is fucking, right? Yeah. Like, you want to procreate. Like, the entire, the entire world is going towards one thing, and that's mm-hmm. passing your seed, passing you, know, continuing on whatever you are, like trees are trying to do it. Bugs are trying to do it. Everybody's trying to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so where, you know, certain fish or certain birds and whatever, they like, they get the colorful feathers and stuff like to try and get a mate and like in humans and even like gorillas and apes and all that different stuff. It's all about being big. I can protect you. I can protect your children. I can fight off whatever's trying to kill you. I can hunt for you. I can provide food for you. I can do all these things. So, guys are always like look at me I'm big I'm strong I can do this sleep with me mm-hmm. <laughs> you know sleep with me have my babies you know that's why you know gorillas have a whole harem you know they have a whole harem of like I forget how many like 10 or 20 female gorillas mm-hmm. you know and they even talk about like gorillas have tiny balls because they don't they don't have any competition so they can just sleep with all the all the girls and whatever ones pop out babies pop out babies yeah but then you go to chimpanzees they have huge balls yep. because they got They don't know when they're going to get it next. And so they, there's like rape culture is huge in chimpanzee c- tribes, whatever you want to call them, yeah. the communities, because they'll, they'll just rape and hope that that one produces their,
0: their offspring. I did not know that. That's yeah. insane. Did dude.
1: you know that the shape of the penis in different primates is like uh, tied to like the type of social structures that they have in place? Like I think even males, uh, like human males... Maybe not human males, but I think chimpanzees. Essentially, the head of the penis is shaped like a plunger so that whenever they are, if a opposing male had also uh, bred with this female, the head would act as a plunger to pull his semen out of her so that he could put his seed in so that he could... Yeah, like stuff that like nobody would think about that. Does, like that's a design Scratch that is made head. specifically yeah. for that.
0: Which is, which is evolution. Yeah. Yeah. That didn't happen day one. So, and evolution kind of, kind of fucks with the Bible. Everything just depends. Everything the, just is. Depending
1: on your interpretation. Yeah. And yeah. there, there's plenty of uh, Christian believers who believe in evolution. They don't have an issue with
2: it. Yeah. It's, it's how you look at the Bible. If it's, you know, it's a, uh, inerrant factual kind of thing versus poetry and metaphor and you know a beautiful story
0: so i feel like that's what that bible is it's it's a story and if you want to take from it you can kind of deal just like any other like fairy tale
2: That's what like, everything goes back to, is being is procreate, right? Like,
3: Yeah, so. because if not, the species dies off the planet. So yeah. naturally, we're instilled with the need to procreate. Yeah, if you, you know. go
2: outside, go outside on, on the balcony right there, right? You're going to hear the chirping and the noises and the insects. And what you're doing is you're listening to everybody trying to get laid.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: That's what you're listening to. Literally. So, Had like, a cricket in the house the other day. Yeah, and it just so happens that... Um, what's the, what, what, are, what, are, what are humans...
1: Um, homo sapiens homo
2: sapiens like are trying to like the way they do it is by being bigger and stronger and you know being able to provide which is switching right so somebody that's a big bodybuilder in the 80s and 90s would have been more of like Hobby attractive right. and now it's the it's the the quote nerds that can, can you provide. know right Yeah, yeah I, I just, get out of program I can learn how to program and get out, go out and make a job get a job making 80 grand right off the bat easily yeah. you know so that's
0: it's switching It's not about bronze, about brains. Exactly. Yeah, big time. And that just happens with time and everything changing in itself. Where it's not about well, because we're not living. Our our,
1: our cultures are less violent. Yeah, Yeah. they're they're less. We're not. They're not worried so much about somebody and taking their home or taking their land and like kidnapping them and making them slaves. Like that's not really an issue so much as it was here. Um, So it kind of changes that evolution. But so. Something that I think about sometimes is, what if all the shit that we're talking about is just bullshit that we make up? I mean, you know, it like, is. I mean, it, it everything's is everything's a construct. But somebody
0: found shrooms and wrote a book. <laughs> Burning bush,
1: fire. So that's 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 the argument. Like, if are we just animals that happen to be slightly more intelligent than the other ones? and could learn how to manipulate our environments and build buildings and come up with technology and because our brains want to keep on moving and thinking we're we're trying to come up with reasons to understand this whole thing but really it all just comes down to we're trying to justify the fact that we're just animals that are trying to fuck or is there something more like that's Is there actually something more? Is there, regardless of religion, regardless of the the constructs that people make, is there something beyond just being a flesh, you know, animal? And when you die, that's it. Is there something? So that's kind of where I've come to is, is there something that actually connects us? Is there something that is more to being a human being than, like, just being here as a physical body? Like that's the that's the real spiritual question is it all bullshit or is there something more that like religion has tried to explain tried to uh, grasp but really just has fucked up the whole understanding of what this richer experience is or is there no richer experience Why are we just animals trying to come up with you know a reason a reason
3: personally and he can attest for this I I was in a coma for two weeks. I went I went to a motorcycle accident back in twenty fifteen. Um my heart stopped for two and a half minutes like under surgery, like they removed my spleen and like to save me or whatever. I don't know. I wasn't conscious, so I have no idea what happened. Glad to have you back. <laughs> and I stopped I they they you know, resurrected me and then I was in a coma I don't know if it was induced or not, I don't remember. I, no, I wasn't induced. They were just waiting for me to wake up. So for like two weeks. Went down April fifteenth, woke up April twenty eighth. And you know in movies how the light at the end of the tunnel or people imagining this or that? Out of body experiences a lot what happens. Mm-hmm. The last thing I remember was going to sleep the night before. Nothing. Like I, I wake up like
1: It was like you went to bed.
3: It was because the thing is, I went to bed April fourteenth, two thousand fifteen. I went to sleep in my own bed, and I woke up April twenty eighth.
2: Your, your brain just like erased that whole day up until the wreck, and you don't like there was no bright light. There was no. And I
3: woke, up, no I woke up. I woke up just
1: like where the fuck am I?
3: And like my first thought was I had a catheter inside. I I, I didn't I didn't even know what a catheter was. Like that's how, because of this experience is what I learned what a catheter is. Mm-hmm. So That's my a bad first, time to learn. Yeah, like I just. I mean, I would I, rather wake down. up with it already in than have yeah. to be awake while they're Getting putting it in. Yeah. It. I'm seeing a scar on my stomach that I that was already healed, mind you, like no stitches, nothing. It was already the open scar oh. healed. There it is. It, 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 it was, I just wake up and I look at that. I'm like, what the fuck? Mm. And then I, under the covers and I see something inside my dick and I was like, the fuck. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, yo, does, does it work? <laughs> <laughs> that was my first question. That's the, answer the, answer the most <laughs> important. Like I said,
2: everything goes back to fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: Does it work? Like, and there was no other experiences. There was, there was nothing. Yeah. But you're still somewhat spiritual, huh? Yes, but, okay. It's a... I don't know if it's a bad relation or not. However, I I grab ideas from anywhere, right? So Notorious B.I.G., he makes a song called Suicidal Thoughts. Mm. And he says, you know, when he dies, God will probably have him on some real strict shit. Like, strict shit. No sleeping all day, no getting his dick licked. Anybody that, that, that knows me, like, from before in a call center I used to work is when I first thought of this. And I said, my God wants me to get my dick licked. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like in, in, in relation to that song, like, yo, when I die, God, and quotation marks, because I just say a name in relation to everybody, you right. know, that I mean, everybody knows. That we have to use it's, a word. A yeah, exactly. Yeah. To say a word, God will be like, yo, all right, you did your best to to, to be a good guy, like to, to do your best whatever your intentions were like all right cool you you didn't want to do things for your daughter that i have a three-year-old daughter as well like she lives in raleigh so uh she's not around here right now but i'm doing everything for her like my intentions are that and i'm here working like i moved from miami to be here closer for her like i'm actually physically doing things i'm not just sitting around like oh my god back home in miami you know on the couch Oh my God, I, I want my daughter. I, I miss my daughter. I want to be with her. No, I like. I just... I'm like, all right, fuck it. Let's go. Boom. I moved here and I'm working and I'm continuing. Like, like. I, I, he knows. I'm with him every day. He knows. See, that's almost like kind of like that,
0: that kudos thing I was telling you. This is my boy. This is my brother. He needed help. And I said, N- without even a second question, come up. Mm-hmm. You got a room here. we figure it out. That's not... Oh, uh, this is the perfect opportunity to get some points. Mm. Come on up, bro. It's
2: gonna get me in the heaven. Yeah. So it takes away the selfishness or the or the the uh, uh, what's the Other intentions, mm-hmm. um, like underlying ulterior intentions. motives. Ulterior motives. Like it takes away that. So it's like, no, I just love you and want you to, you know, you want to be close to your daughter. I have a place for you here. Yeah. Instead of like, oh, if I do this, I'm gonna get a bigger this place reform. to live or more jewels no, in this heaven. This just there.
3: gives me a great idea, you know. Like, if for one, some reason I don't want to take don't the trash out money. one day, no, <laughs> no, no, no hey, I hey, wouldn't ask for money. But if I don't want to take the trash out, you know, i would be like, hey, look, I'm your heaven points, all right? <laughs> Dude, points. Is, I'm your heaven points. So just take it easy. Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck <out> of
1: <laughs> I, I talked to Jenny about that because there are so many things that like I tied back to religion that I never really thought about and one of them was our marriage so whenever we got married we shortly after like joined the church and became really religious Um, and when that broke down I came to her and I was like I feel like our marriage may be more special now than it was before whenever it was holy and blessed by God. Because now, I choose you because I fucking choose you. Like, its I, it doesn't matter if we get in a fight. It's not like, I don't believe in divorce because that's not what God would want for our marriage. It's, I'm gonna choose to be with you regardless because I choose to be with you. I'm not scared of a consequence. I'm not scared of anything else. There's nothing else. There's, there's no obligation emotionally to me to You're stay with you except for the fact that I love you and I want to be with you. And, like, to me, that seems so much more real. You know, take away the boundaries. Take away the rules. I choose you. You know, and that, and that was... There's so many things in my life that became, I'm doing this because... That's that's how I feel in my heart. This is this is me being true and pure with no ulterior uh, uh, ulterior motives. Like, this is me being me. I, I know some people that did an, uh, a de-ringing
2: ceremony, <laughs> where like I think it was like their tenth or fifteenth anniversary or something like that, and they had this whole ceremony where they took their rings off and they were basically getting rid of the whole covenant commitment thing that they did when they got married. You know, because it's no longer this. I'm married to you because of all these things, these things that I made, you know, yeah. promises I made 15 years ago, 20 years ago, however long it was and now it's like, no, every day I'm going to choose to be with you through the fights through the whatever, like I don't need a ring to show other people that I'm with somebody I'm, I'm just, feeling more trapped
1: yeah, it's, it's right. like that was the thing, we, we had actually said we were like, okay, so it's expensive to get a divorce, so we're not going to but like, I don't really believe in marriage anymore because it's it's just a contract. It's just a this is the thing that people have decided that you're supposed to do, mm-hmm. and then within that, she has to take my name. She's no longer just her. She is mine, property of mine, by means of like putting my name on her stamp, right? <laughs> yeah. It's you get so like
0: you get taxed a little harder. This all goes back to money at some point, right? <laughs> so
1: the whole thing was, we're not going to get a divorce, but we don't really believe in the contract that you know makes us that binds us together
3: yeah and at the same time playing devil's advocate divorce shouldn't be frowned upon because people make mistakes that's the beauty of choice yeah the beauty of choice is that you're going to make mistakes don't dwell on it learn from it you know Mm -hmm. so what sort of you know god would want you to stay with a bad decision that's going to make you miserable for the rest of your life until that, the, that person dies until the day you die. Yeah. Like, what sort of sense does that make? Well, it's, I guess, that's just to keep organization yeah. in a community. I think, I
2: think it's a patriar- patriarchal thing, right? Like, so, again, you get married, your wife takes your name, the rings, all that jazz is very much like ownership. You know, like, you belong to me now. So if we get a divorce then you I've used you up whether you have kids we've had sex all this sort of stuff I've used you up meaning the woman and so we get a divorce she's out she's used up I can move on you know she's used up that's kind of difficult man it's hard to take right I'm not saying it's true I'm not saying it's true I'm saying but that's the mindset behind it right
1: yeah. and, so in a lot of right, earlier cultures get, like yeah. that was the thing that like a man could a man could continue and move on but yeah, a woman yeah. like if
3: it's the only thing that you see day in and day out from the day you're born by the time you're you know your hormones are raging you're gonna practice the only thing you know yeah like this is what your dad's doing this is what your uncle's doing your older brother like yeah. you know it's just a matter of women are an object mm-hmm. like alright yeah. of course women are gonna be an object this is what I know yeah. you know
0: girl, yeah. machismo that might that just might come It's even in me I'm thinking about it now like and it's taught. My dad always taught me not to be a pussy. He would like chase me around the house with my eyes, and be like, "You gotta learn how to fight." I'm gonna keep busting your shit. Yeah. And eventually, I started fighting back, and he started leaving me alone. You know. And with my son, I'm the same way. Like, I let him cry. Don't get me wrong. I like times are changing as far as like feelings go. But, like, I feel like people should be able to feel all completely free. If any of you cry in front of me, I'm not gonna judge you for it. I don't mm. think you're less of a man for it. I don't think anybody should feel that way. But I, at the end of the day, I guess you, you really don't want your Offspring To be like A pushover mm. You don't want to Cause be, you to, want
1: them To continue your bloodline
0: I don't know if it's a bloodline thing I just don't want him To be abused later on In life it's because of the culture that, that I teach him to be tough Young been experienced And then He's gonna learn how to deal With a lot of situations I've been abandoned I mean a lot of shit ha- A lot of shit's happened to me It's made me the person I am today And I feel like I'll be able to teach that To my son So I don't listen to my more as much as like a, a cultural Maybe a cultural thing But uh I feel like it's lessons in life that everybody's trying to teach their offspring. You know what I mean? So just every every time you have another baby, you're teaching what you were taught. And you learn in your life plus. You know what I mean? That adds on to what you were taught.
1: We're all making better reproductions of ourselves. Yeah. yeah. That was a really good conversation that we had that we, we never got to oh, okay. <laughs> like actually put out there. was just this idea of older generations talking shit about newer generations mm-hmm. like well back in my day this and this and this and you people have it too easy and you need to do it the hard way and Walk learn school, this and that and uphill and, both ways right in the snow, the yeah. snow no shoes yeah. all that no shit And the <laughs> no. generation before
3: that there was no right. books it was a matter of and like, who was the strongest that can combined yeah. the most rock to be able to feed your family like my who cared, cared about reading, reading a book my didn't have any legs like, yeah either. exactly <laughs> uh, born that way But it's it's in the generation before that. It's like who could kill the most, you know? The generation before that, like because of wars and whatever. Like, but
1: you get to the point that it's. So we were saying we really need to work on rejecting the idea of shitting on the younger generation because they have it easier. That's the whole point. Yeah, that's we should be we should be celebrating that their life is easier. Like it's an it's it's an evolution of of mankind, right? Like. We have electricity and and plumbing and hot water and all these wonderful things that two generations ago wasn't something that was readily available. But that shouldn't be a your life is so easy or less. It's I'm so glad that you have this now. Let me impart my wisdom that I've learned from whenever I didn't have those things. And maybe you can grow from that instead of, you know, this generation is bullshit. They're so soft. uh, They're this and that. This is this is this is life. This is how we're growing. This is the progression, and we're, all the choices that are made push us in this direction. You were part of that. Yeah. You were part of making the world different in this new way. Um, and because because of that, like because of the, the we
2: keep calling it easy, but we're making you know making things more available is what we're really doing, right? So we wouldn't have the medical advances that we have or the te- technological advances now if things weren't a little easier if we all had to go out for eight hours or 12 hour hours a day trying to survive you don't you don't get to make some of these advances mm. you know but now they're like oh well i don't have to you know i can just go to the grocery store for my food or i can just go you know i can have a car now it's not going to take me three days to get to where i got to go
1: so if you wanted to go hour, see your daughter in raleigh Back in the day, yeah, it'd be like, all right, you I'll need to see you in a month. Horses. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. You're like right, camping right. every night, yeah. getting up there. I actually don't know how long it would take to get there on a horse, but still, uh, but it, it would be a trip. Exactly, it's <laughs> it's not like, <laughs> it's oh, not shit, like okay, I okay, take I, I, this uh, three hour drive, have to wake
3: yeah. up at six in the morning <laughs> to be there by nine. So all now, right.
2: so now I have this free time to sit down and think and fiddle with things and make again make life better, you know, with that free time that you have.
0: So I feel like it's slowly but surely, and I feel like it's been happening just because of this type of what we're talking about right now. It's getting a little better. People aren't hoping so much. Like, they're just seeing a better way, a better future. So I, I feel like I've met more people that think the way I think lately, mm-hmm. where they just, they might believe in something, but it's like, I'm not just regular, this religion right here. Mm-hmm. I, I don't go to church, I sit in my house, I don't pray to anybody, yeah. but I know he's there type shit
2: you're a non they're called the nons <laughs> yeah
0: so I feel like slowly as the time gets better that religion will literally just cease to exist at some point maybe it'll be like remnants of it there's people that want to stick to the old school you know mm-hmm. what I mean but it'll probably just dissipate at some point
3: and it comes down to the fact that from now from the time you're what five six years old you have access to the whole world mm-hmm. in your hands a cell phone any cell phone now it's literal access to the whole world, as long as you have an internet connection.
1: No, we're we're totally androids. People have not yet like accepted that that's what we are now, but we are. What was the last time that you went an entire day without your phone, the whole day?
0: I can't remember. I wouldn't be able
1: to get around a whole day without your phone. You can't. Like I even in your house. Going from one room to another room, you still need it with you. We're addicted. We need it to function because that's what we're moving towards. We have so much access, but at the same time, at the same time, I'm very romantic in my like uh, desire for the beauty of the old way. You know, like I like woodworking with hand tools. Like I like... Sitting around a fire. Yes. Like, sitting around a fire, going and growing food, and cooking over a fire, like, those things are very special to me, and I think that we should embrace them. Um, But at the same time, you have to accept that the way that we are going, those things are not...
2: But it's it's a good thing, too. So, like, enjoying those things as well. But then... So, I used to have a flip phone, right? I just... A couple of years ago, I decided I wanted to disconnect and I got a flip phone. So for three years, I just had a flip phone. I didn't have any kind of smartphone. And then my wife, she has heart problems. I got a call one day from her uh, co-teacher that they rushed her to the hospital. I left and got lost you know on the way trying to find my wife at the hospital I didn't know where I was going yeah so I'm like freaking out you know calling people trying to like I'm on this street where do I go blah 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 give me turn by turn yeah (laughs) and so like at that point when I finally found the hospital I was like nah it ain't worth it you know so I I switched up
0: But that's what I was saying before. Some people are going to want to stick to the old culture. They're going to want, it, which is fine. But it's, everything's just going to advance at some point.
2: Yeah, well, it's called progress for a reason, right? Everything progresses forward. Progresses forward. When you call it well, like being, and I'm not necessarily talking about a specific conservative, like mm-hmm. politically or whatever, but conservative is you're trying to conserve something, right? You're trying to keep something the way it is. Mm-hmm. When progress, progressive, is, is looking forward, moving forward, right? And if you look at history, progress always wins, right? It might take some hits here and there, or whatever, some backslides and whatever and stuff, but progress is always moving forward bit by bit, you know? Again, 50, 60 years ago, a black and a white guy getting married was like, no, you know? Yep. Like, it was like off the table it was, you know, well, even the, the, the black guy well,
3: and a white woman. White woman. Yeah, because, oh, no, a black guy and white guy. The white guy and a white guy. The same thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, yeah. The, guy, the point is the same, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Inter, interracial marriages were not, oh. were frowned upon. Even in the churches were like, it's against the Bible, it's against blah, blah, blah. You know, and before that, segregation. You know, a black, a black person and a white person even drinking from the same water fountain yeah. was considered wrong, you know. And so... You know again, move ahead 50, 60, 70 years, and now we're having the same argument about about the gay community. And 50, 60 years from now, we're going to look back and be like, "How did we ever think that way? You know I mean, I, ho- I hope to God that's the way
1: it goes. I hope we look back and think that we're fucking barbarians. Oh yeah, right. And, right. And, then <laughs> like,
3: and look at this just from the actual the stem of a religion. The Christian Bible has two versions. The oh. Old and New Testament, yeah. like oh oh. By the way, uh, we changed our mind. It wasn't like this. It was actually like this. Yeah, they'll come right. up with them.
0: The Bible three,
3: yeah, yeah <laughs> like <laughs> something. Well,
2: that's that's one of the good things that I like about that's uh, Judaism. The like Latter-day yeah. Saints, they already <laughs> did that right,
0: right. Oh, so eight nine
2: ten. So the the thing I do like about Judaism is that their reading of text is that a bunch of people get together, a bunch of the rabbis and priests or whatever you call them they get together and they discuss the text and they argue, they do get in like heated arguments about the text and when they come out of it what is what is canonized is the discussion, not the text the, the discussion mm-hmm. right? Not, they don't get in there and they come to a conclusion it's an argument and everybody feels a little differently about it and they walk away and the discussion is canonized in Christianity one guy, maybe two guys go into a room nobody gets to hear what they say they come out and say this is the way it is and, and everybody's got to follow it or you're going to hell
0: well this was way back when they were trying to make everybody one solid religion was was hell death believe in what I believe in or I'm going to kill you and then when that stopped working they say believe in what I believe in or you're going to end up here when you die for eternity yeah yeah so it's like word manipulation and creating something to get what you want even faster don't worry about this life you're going to die fuck it yeah, I'm to die do what, what gonna, I want you to do but not only are you going to die you're going you're gonna to go to this place so now listen to me pay these taxes to my church so we can keep building
2: yeah fill out this check off this box you know there's, there's a list of things you have to fulfill and if you miss one of these you're, you're going to hell for eternity yep you know and nobody's
0: like, perfect so God again past, present, and future like, Why are we fighting a losing battle?
3: <laughs> what I find disgusting back in Miami uh, for like a year, I was going with my aunt out of love for her because she really wanted to, to an evangelic church, uh, Rey Jesus. Uh, which, after spending about six months to a year in that church, it was disgusting to me how much money, mm-hmm. the, the stadium, the Mercedes Benz the pastor was driving, like. Like, how much money they had invested in the property itself. God told them to do it, man. It, it, Prosperity and
2: it, gospel.
3: Okay. And it's like, okay, the more money I give you, the more money I give to God, not you. I'm giving it to God because, you know, you have a direct passage. The better I'm supposed to feel about myself. They're definitely making that a business. Oh, my gosh, yeah. You it's look a at that.
0: What's that church? The Evolution church? Evo, um, Evolution?
2: Evolution? Uh, Elevation. Uh, Elevation. Elevation yeah. church.
0: Yeah. Bro, those fucking things are popping up like restaurants. It's like McDonald's. Millions. Yeah, it's McDonald's. Millions of dollars. Yeah. It's
2: ridiculous. Yeah. They're every
0: every time I go down another street, there's another one.
2: Mm. It's a brand.
0: Yeah, yeah man. Not, That's nothing to do with yeah, shit besides, not, um, hey, we're gonna make more and more people show up, more money. Yeah.
1: It's anecdotal, so I can't confirm the details, but I knew someone who went there who had said something about like a rug, a large orange rug that was purchased um, with their logo on it. And again, it's anecdotal, so I can't say whether the details are true or not. But they told me that the church ended up spending like $30,000 or something like that I on a rug. It. I believe it. For, just for one of the uh, campuses. And for me... To say here we have an organization, we believe this thing, part of what we believe is to, you know, care for people, and then you spend money like that on... And Mm -hmm. this is just one example. You want to talk about the cathedrals that are, you know, like... Mm -hmm. You put money Insanely intricate. Yeah, it's, I mean... And
2: here's here's the, the like... So what have have we been told, like those of us who grew up in in like church, what have we been told is just like, well, you just, you give your 10% or however much your tithes you're offering and then it's their job to do whatever, like it's their job to obey God and and do whatever they do with it. So it's like, don't think about what they're going to do with it. Don't even look into what they're going to do about it. It's just your job to give. It's like bullshit. I'm not going to give give my money. I'm not giving my money to a place that I don't know what they're going to do do with it, you know? I'm not going to give 20, 30, 40, you know, bucks to this place and they're going to go spend it on a $30 rug. Like, no. Well,
1: if 30, it's a $30 000. rug, you that's know, it's fine. So The question $30, is... $30,000 rug, Yeah. <laughs> So, this was awesome. Fellas, thank you so much yes, for coming out. So like, I really, really appreciate your inputs. Um, we'll have to do another one. Yeah, because we can talk for days about this. Days. Days. Yeah.
3: days. Like, We're going to make this on, a series man. podcast. Like, so, we're going to... Religion section. Yeah, right. Part 10. <laughs> uh, religion, society, <laughs> government. All of it.
2: But, uh, I believe Afraid was going to give us some of his music. Yeah. And we will... Uh,
1: Whatever song he chooses, we'll throw on the end of the episode. And then you're not currently available anywhere online right now, right? Okay, we're going to make that happen. So It
0: also sounds shitty. It's recorded on telephones. Don't judge.
1: Sound quality doesn't matter. No, I mean, lyric quality matters. I got boys. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fellas. Uh, So, please, if you enjoyed our conversation, if you'd like to hear more of what we have to say, what others have to say about religion, society, culture... Uh, spirituality and our own daily bullshit please give us a like uh, subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast uh, follow us give us a five-star rating your support helps us reach more people and the more people we reach the more people we can talk to and we can have a better understanding of the world and each other type in god is an elephant wherever you feel you need to and you'll find us (laughs)
2: Before you go, here's Alfredo, as promised.
4: Yeah. Time taking See way shit been going I can't see a bright future lately Depression got a nigga going crazy Only real joy in life Is spending time with my baby No matter how hard you pass I bet you wouldn't trade me A lot of lonely nights So pressure for me Just don't phase me but things change in due time Shit, I don't know, maybe. But I won't be hoping Like that I spend a lot of time waiting making this something i never been good at i want to be taken by a good girl mixed with a little bit hook rat. that'll hold me down do the and good will i ever find it sometimes i feel like i've been blinded almost got me to the point i'm about to never mind it tired of always looking but never finding Martin in the land of my own never got it maybe that's why i'm so private gotta fly myself out this darkness ain't nobody gonna help me i'm the Cell, so it
1: can take me away smoking on the cell so we can take me away smoking on the cell so it can take me away please just take me away please hey. just take me
4: away honestly i don't know if i can make it another day shit been weighing on my this night and day just give me a break Working hard to make sure the squad and the family straight. Scared to close my eyes cause I don't know if I'ma get this woman again. So sleep I have to wait. The pain I've gone through would devastate your mind in your third eye till you're asking yourself, who am I? I can't lie. My heart's been trapped inside. Low key scared to give love another try. All these females say nothing. True. They just tellin' lies and I'm a good guy So why my heart gotta be the one Rock by these landslides Man enough to say we all cry My heart's been pulverized Too many pieces to try to pick up so I let it all die I just pay for my kids so they don't grow up traumatized When my eyes were up in front of them, I gotta go and hide Can't let them see my weakness, I leave the pain to my private time So, take me away Tryin' to feel well, smokin' on the cell so we can take me away. I'm smoking on the cell. So we can take me away. I'm smoking on the cell. So we can take me away. Please take me away.